From April 5th through the 15th, Walk with the King podcast is celebrating the season of Easter with a special podcast series leading up to Resurrection Sunday. Tune in for hand-picked Easter-themed broadcasts every weekday and special weekend broadcasts on Palm and Easter Sunday. Thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Oh, I trust things are going okay at your house. I'm happy in the Lord and glad to be back with you, my precious friends. The miles drop away and we're together again around the Word of God. Hallelujah. What a precious relationship that is. I'm grateful for the cards and letters that come in telling me that the things that are said on this broadcast oftentimes seem to meet a special need that you have. And that, of course, is precisely what I always pray, that God may take what is said and by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, fit it to your need. That's what I could call putting a handle on the Word of God. And I'm grateful for the privilege, believe me. We're looking at 1 Peter chapter 5. We're just about through with it. As a matter of fact, we were talking about what was in verse 10 of chapter 5 the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. And we walked through those different words and saw some of the meanings that are involved there. Now he's called us to his glory, verse 10, but it said, to him be glory. The fact of the matter is that in God's wonderful plan, he's taken human nature which was ruined by our fall into sin in the case of our first parents, Adam and Eve. And we lost that covering glory which was the supreme covering of those innocent creatures that God had created in the garden. And sin and shame then became the heritage of the human race. But when the Lord Jesus Christ came, the fulfillment of all of God's promises and the, and the fulfillment of all of the types and pictures uh, in, the, in the Levitical offerings and in the uh, sacrifices that were offered during the Old Testament times, and then Paul could say, finally, Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. And just at the time when households were preparing to sacrifice the Passover lamb in Jewish households, Our Lord Jesus Christ was hanging on the cross, pouring out his precious blood as God's Passover lamb. And that's why Isaiah could say prophetically, He, Christ, was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. And so God called us to his glory. In other words, a ruined human creation, by God's redemptive love and power, has been given a an eternal destination that the Bible calls eternal glory. It was lost at the Garden of Eden. It's given back to you and to me through the cross of the Lord Jesus and through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit and the work of the Word of God, which makes a difference in people's lives. Called us to his glory. Now, it says... See, but the God of all grace, then he has all these dependent phrases. He called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you've suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Those are all dependent phrases. And then he goes on, he says, to him, the God of all grace, to him, 
be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What do you make of that? The profound truth is that when sin entered into the world, we lost the shine of God's glory. When the Lord Jesus Christ cried out as he hung on the cross, it is finished. The redemptive work was done. And, and our Lord Jesus made atonement for our sins in his death on the cross. Buried and then risen again the third day to be a living Savior and the indwelling Holy Spirit provides now the shine of God's glory on the believing heart. How do I know? Second Corinthians 3, we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. See the word glory there, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The indwelling Holy Spirit working on God's word as it's hidden in your heart produces the ineffable shine of God's glory upon your life. That's what has happened. Now it says, to him be glory. Can you conceive of the fact that God takes a ruined creation and makes it bring glory to him? Paul said that God has saved us to the end that in the ages to come might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. God wants to prove in all of the ages to come that he was right and that he is wise and that he had a plan. See, the great lie that, that the devil told in the Garden of Eden never has changed, really. The devil said, God is cheating you. He knows that if you disobey him, you'll be better off. And that, of course, has come down through the centuries, and we have it today in what's called secular humanism, where people are taught you don't really need God. You can get along without him. And uh, so the, the, the devil's lie never has been changed. But God is in the process of proving that the devil is, is wrong. See? To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places. Principalities and powers. Where do you get that phrase? We wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers. This is Ephesians 6, 12. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And God has done what he did <coughs> at the cross and then in your life to the intent that now under the principalities and powers might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. God is in the process of proving to the devil and to all of his demons and to all the world around that the will of God is right and the purposes of God are perfect. How do I know? He uses Christians to prove that. And you go over to Romans 12 too, and he said, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and prove what is acceptable and prove what is perfect, namely the will of God of God. God's will is good. It's not flawed. It's acceptable. You can take it. Enjoy it. It's perfect. You can't get 
a better deal than the will of God. And so it says, to him be glory. Our blessed redeeming God, with all of his wonderful John 3.16 love, has stooped down to a ruined creation by, by our own uh, will, we went into sin, and uh, thus sin passed upon all, death passed upon all men, for that all of sin, Paul says in Romans. And God reached down and, and took this ruined creation and saved those who would believe on the Lord Jesus and has made of us his exhibit A to prove to the devil and everybody else in all the universe that God is right and that God is love and that God cares and that God saves. It's a beautiful truth, isn't it? Now it says, to him be glory and dominion forever and forever. The will of God is good and acceptable and perfect. You can't get a better arrangement than the will of God. God's will is perfect. Have you decided that yet? So many of us try to second guess our Lord. God's will is perfect. It's good it isn't flawed. There isn't any flaw in God's plans for you. It's acceptable. That means you can take it. And uh, it's perfect. There isn't any better deal in all of the universe. To him be glory. You bring glory to God by being in his will, being led by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You, you, you bring glory to God by being in his will, by being led by his Spirit, by living in the Word of God, we all with open face beholding as in a mirror, that as a reference to the Word of God, the glory of the Lord are changed. And you bring glory to God to let the Holy Spirit shine through you with the very life and power and attributes and love and compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to think about that? Oh, you and I, poor faulty, fallen, failing human beings that we are can bring glory to our blessed Lord as we dwell in his word and as we yield to the blessed indwelling Holy Spirit of God. May that be your experience and mine today, my precious friend. Dear Lord Jesus, have your way with each one of us and may we shine for thy glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.